G'day everyone, welcome to your rush hour on this lovely, lovely Thursday. I've got uh, Greg Blewett eyeballing me. Did I say your surname correctly? Blewett? Yeah. Yeah. Molly Rose, <laughs> I welcome you. Hello, Jars. To the family, hello. And uh, how was your day today at Willunga? It's been a long day, Jars, because yeah. we played the Pro-Am yesterday yes. down at Willunga for the WebEx Players Series. Thank you. As you said, it was a, it was absolutely stunning down there Thank today. Thank you, Greg. The colours, the sun, Ooh. there was... Uh, but I'm flat, Jars, because right. I didn't so play very So you played today, oh, yes, round one. Yes, I teed one. off at 7.50, so the alarm went off at 5.30am. Yeah. Uh, got up and I was walking Did around you in the dark. down because you shave, you normally shave down for the big events? Uh, I sh- I didn't shave you, down. You shaved your legs, didn't you? No, nah, a couple of days ago. Okay, they just yeah. needed All a little, right. little Good. clipper. Nah, nice. Um, and then I went down today and um, just, just so, wasn't So, who did you happy. play with? Well, the same guy that we played with yesterday, yep. Dirk Diggler. Yep. So, Dion. Uh, yeah. No. Dion? Is that his name? No. What's his? He's got a... Different sort of surname. Lawson. Yeah, well, yeah, Digger Lawson. Digger, Digger Lawson. He won in Jakarta. Right. Yeah, played with him. And, and Simon Hawks, okay. who won the WA Open right. last week. Now, so great guys. Day one. Very good players. Gee right. whiz. Who's, who's leading at the moment? What's Someone's seven under at the moment. Okay. Um, okay. So, yeah, there's right. some good scores, but now, uh, I'll now. talk you through my round later on okay. in the hour. We'll okay? save it. Yeah. We'll save it. Had some, uh, I've just well, been getting some uh, phone calls from the you? clubhouse yeah. about your performance today. Okay. All right. Now, we caught up with um, Chrissy Davies for a bit of a chat. We're going to catch up with Chrissy because I've had a big 24 hours. <laughs> yes. Now, uh, we caught We're up with Chris Dittmar as well yeah. because he went Wrong to Chris. Uh, the Entertainment Centre last night mm-hmm. to... Uh, Watch one of the all-time greats, Paul McCartney, sir. Well, we caught up with him earlier in the. Are we? Is he back He's on the show back on again? Again after about five thirty. Oh, okay. Oh, I always love having dits on. Uh, and now I, I agree, but there is a bit <laughs> of a okay? rumor going around. Well, <laughs> you're all over the place. Yeah, and that's no, right. He's just been a bit side. There's lots of Chris's on the show, so he's now, sort of a bit confused. He him. teared up. Dits did. Yeah, at Paul McCartney the, the concert last night. So we'll many ask people. Him why. A lot of people cry in movies, but many people go to a, a oh, concert and cry? Yeah. We'll, we'll really? Of course. We'll ask you. Okay. You, okay. you, you can't be crying right. at a concert. Jeez, honestly, Dits. Take his box <laughs> of tissues with him, man. Really? It is. Okay. What else have we got, Greg? No, that's about it, Jess. That's about oh, I've it. I've got a diary. Have you? I found another diary for the family. <laughs> All right. We've got a thousand bucks to give away, thanks to Auto Masters. Mm-hmm. You've got your <laughs> yeah. segment before we say five, six o'clock. This is going away. off, this seg. Yeah, all right. And <laughs> Give it some love. <laughs> and then we're going to talk about your day. Your calls, what? your text messages. Let's get underway. Mm. Please welcome to Triple M's Rush Hour, Football Manager of the Port Adelaide Football Club, Chris Davies. Uh, I've got a man crush on this guy, Jazz. Yeah, I know you have. Chrissy Davies. Hey, welcome, mate. Blue boy, nice to hear from you. Andrew, how are you both? Hello, Christopher. Thank you for your time. Hey, CD, no let's, get, let's get straight into it. Uh, obviously, the, the trade period is done. Cool. You must be ecstatic. You landed just about all of the, the, all the boys that you thought you were going to get. Yeah, look, we, as you say, mate, we, we went into the period wanting to bring these four guys in for you know, players who had committed to us and players that we think are going to help us out in 2024 and beyond. So we leave the period really pleased that we've been able to, to add certainly to you know depth in areas that there's no doubt that our list needed. Christopher, 
Radagalia, is he a genuine defender or a genuine forward? Where will he fit in your program next year? No, he's, he's going to play back. Ken right. is certainly looking at him as you know, one of these types of players, Andrew, that can can hold down a, a key defensive post, potentially free up Alia to be yeah, get back to that real intercepting best. Yeah. You know, the, the reality of our last year was that you know, Tom Jonas was was coming to the end. Um, Trent McKenzie wasn't able to get on the field, you know, enough for us. And so, yeah, we certainly fell into needing Alia to to play, you know, a bit more of a lockdown role. And you know, we think we're going to be better having Asava in, who can you know lock down potentially on the on the opposition's best key forward, and and for Alia to play a bit more of an intercepting type role. Tell the Port Adelaide fans, Christopher, about uh, this big boy, Ivan Soldo. Um, obviously, you got him from Richmond. He seems to be a very, very big boy. Um, that's a good get because, obviously, your ruck stocks have been smashed up the last few years. Yeah, definitely. I mean, 205 centimetres, I think he's a I mean, he's a premiership ruckman. He played in Richmond's, you know, premier, one of Richmond's premierships. Yeah, our, our recruiting guys, you know, and, in fact, our opposition analysis felt like he was, you know, a ruck in the competition who had who has the capability to to go from that second ruck spot, you know, at Richmond behind Toby Nankervis, who's a, a very handy player, yeah. to breaking out and getting the opportunity to be, the, you know, the number one ruck somewhere. So, yeah, he's he's got the ability to to be a good tap ruckman. He's certainly tough enough to help, you know, our, our young mids around the ball, and you know, he can get around the ground really well. So. We've got some high hopes for what Ivan can can bring to us into the future. And you've got Jordan Sweet as well, so a couple of young ruckmen coming into your club CD. So where does that leave Scotty Lysett? Oh, look, you know, I I think we'll make some decisions on that over the next, you know, 48 hours, Blue. But, I mean, Scoots, firstly, I think he's, you know, having a discussion with himself as to whether he actually wants to go on because, you know, as Jars mentioned earlier, you know, he's been a bit banged up in fairness. He's... He's been a warrior for us and, and, you know, worked through a whole heap of injury concerns and he's done that, you know, with the, the best interests of the club at heart. But he's probably just thinking about whether he wants to go on at the moment. If he does, look, you know, I think the reality of, of our three rucks who are definitely on our list in, you know, Soldo, Sweet and Dante Vicentini, who we've got some, you know, some faith in as well, those three are going to be the the three that we're pushing from an AFL perspective, you know, whoever we else we keep on our list is probably at this point only going to be depth. So, you know, whether Scott wants to do that, you know, will, will be a question that we've got to ask. But, you know, right now I'm looking at our list and thinking that Soldo, Sweet and Vicentini are the three who are definitely going to be on it in, uh, in 2024. And a pretty clear strategy, um, the draft this year you got pick seventy six. No first rounder next year. So basically, you know, you're all in. You, you, you're going for you're going for it, you guys. Oh, we we had to give something up to get something blue. So yeah, yeah we, we've we've had more than our fair share of first round picks over the last period of time. You know, whether you look at you know back four or five years when we bought uh, you know Rosie and and Butters in. We brought Josh Sin in a couple of years ago. We brought Jason Horn Francis in last year. So. You know, albeit we traded for him, he's still the number one pick the year before. So, you know, anyone peddling the idea that, um, you know, we're, we're selling our future for, for right now probably isn't actually looking at the reality of, of where our list is at. But there's no doubt, like, we think we've got a really good chance with this current group of players. So why wouldn't we, 
be looking to maximise the, the talent right now and also thinking about the future as well. Christopher, explain to, to the, uh, the family out there the, the process of your recruiting department, how many hours and hours and hours they start, they watch video footage of, uh, of a potential player to your football club and the recruiting library that you have to set up. Can you just take us into that world a little bit? Yeah, well, I mean, we're now in that situation and, and Blue knows a good friend of ours, Jeff Parker, is the head head um, of our recruiting team. We've got Jason Cripps who looks looks at it from a list management perspective. Yeah. Um, you know, they're, they're watching players two and three years out, so it's not just looking at them in their draft year. You know, where where the competition has got to is that with the trading of future picks, you've, you've got to know, you know, what's going to happen two and three years down the track. So, yeah, they're working on... Uh, players, you know, for a, for a decent period of time, you know, the, the year obviously goes and, and we, you know, over the next month or so, we'll, we'll put, you know, our list of players together in some sort of order and then on draft night, you know, if one of them gets through to, to our pick, which is now 73 in the yeah. draft, although that will definitely come in to probably closer to 50 on the night once all of the academy and father-sons and all that sort of stuff, you know, happens. So, yeah, it, it's not as... Um, you know, deep as people probably think, but it certainly worked hard. Um, you know, they, they do get frustrated every now and then when you when we're trading out, you know, picks. Um, but you know, for for those guys, the you know, it's it's probably easier picking players in the first round. The, the challenge actually comes when you're getting a bit deeper into the draft and making decisions on the type of players that you want to bring in who who may have you know some deficiencies in areas, but who, who you think you're going to have. AFL talent and, and in fairness to Parks and our recruiting team, you know, you think over time, whether it be Robbie Gray, Justin Westhoff, Dan Houston lately, you know, players who have, who have come in late in the draft and who have become really good players for Port Adelaide. We're chatting with Port Adelaide General Manager of Football, Chrissy Davies, a.k.a. Red Cheeks. Hey. What? Rosy Cheeks. Well, I call him Red Cheeks because I see him crossing the road at the old bloody Henley Square and getting his donut and sausage rolls. <laughs> no, that doesn't sound his like lovely Chrissy family. Davies. No, it's not me. It's not me <laughs> Mate, really appreciate your time. Mate, just got a text message through the text family. Uh, Arazio Fantasia, where's he at? Yeah, well, Raz is one that we wanted to wait until the end of the trade period. With yeah. I think, I think it's more likely that that Raz is on Port Adelaide's AFL list next year than than not. Um, you know, we, we had to work out who we were going to secure, you know, to to come into the group and whether we were going to lose anyone. Um, you know, those decisions will now be made over the next you know two or three days, okay. I reckon, Jars, just to yeah. to work through. But you know, if if we've got you know, any sort of lack of depth right now, it's probably in that, that you know, small forward role where we've had players play this year who are, you know, no, no doubt really good at bringing pressure, but we would also like to to probably add some class in that area and, and Raz, if we can actually keep him fit. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's been the key, challenge. Yeah, key, it's, yeah. not, it's not that we haven't picked him when he's been available. Mm. The challenge has been that he hasn't been fit you know, for long enough. So if we can get him fit, then I, I definitely think there's still a spot on him yep. on our list for, for Garazio. Can you talk us through the Xavier Dersma trade CD? Did he come to you guys or was it, you know, the exit meeting? Did he leave that and think, oh, you know what, maybe I should uh, think about going somewhere else? Well, I reckon there was there was a bit of that for both parties, Blue, from, from the exit meeting. You know, Xavier... Yeah, has done a, a really good job for us over a period of time. He was he obviously in the same draft as, as Zach and Connor. 
um, you know, the, the exit interview process, as is the, the end of the year, you, you're really trying to align, you know, what both parties want from each other into the future. And, and we, we felt that, you know, maybe, maybe Xavier was at a, at a point where he was, you know, contemplating what he should do into the future. And, you know, ultimately when we couldn't, you know, come to an agreement about, you know, potentially what role he was going to play down the track, you know, the, the question then comes, well, if you can't align on that, then mm. maybe it's best that for both parties that we, we look at what the alternative is. Um, now, you know, Xavier's been a, a really good person at our club and, and he leaves, you know, under you know, not any sort of circumstances that we're, we're disappointed with, um, you know, but equally, our club has always been a place where, you know, we want people who want to be there. And, you know, Xavier ultimately made a decision to say that, you know, he thought that his future was going to be best at, at Essendon. And, you know, we acknowledge that and we're, we're really pleased actually to be able to get what we did out of that deal and getting, you know, Zerk Thatcher back to, to South Australia and to our club and, you know, three extra fourth round picks for, you know, um, down the track. How's the rebuild going down there at Alberton CD with your facilities? Where's that at? Well, it's, it's nearly finished, mate. So ah, it's been beautiful. A, a year. I've, I've, uh, I've, I've put some uh, office furniture back into my office the last mm. week or so. I've been been sat in the uh, the Foss Williams family stand up the back there in the re, you know some offices for the last year. But it'll be good to get back in. We, you know, our our group they did a really good job this year. Really, when you think that you know we're, we're able to train at Alberton, but all of our gym and recovery sort of facilities were were at. Uh, at Seven and at a, at a place called Game Ready, a, a gym down there. So yeah. we had to do a bit of travelling this year. It'll, it'll be great to have, you know, a, a fantastic redevelopment done at at, uh, at Alberton and, and for the guys to be based there as a home for, for all of the, you know, the pre-season. Talk us through your office, CD. Have you got the big re- recliner chair? Yeah, you got the cigar the box? Ceiling. Have you got yep. the big uh, yep. big plasma TV. TV in there? The plasma, you got your <laughs> you, fridge. You know it, Greg. You know that. <laughs> that. That was the first thing that went in there was the the, the big, you know, 60-inch TV. So that, you know, if I... Watch your highlights. If, I, if I've got a fair... I can turn it on, you know, the, the cricket channel and um, and watch, you know, Greg Blewett in the 1999 Ashes series or whatever. <laughs> 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 Ninety-seven, um, yeah, actually. Right. Edge Baston first test. Yeah, all right, I'll send them to you. No. Jesus, gotcha. No, I've got those. <laughs> Mate, um, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Good looking stuff. Good. Getting in there. Just quickly before you say goodbye, uh, any decision on replacing Nathan Bassett as your assistant coach? Is that close or a bit more time? Yeah, uh, close, close-ish. We're, we're working through that at the moment. We've got, you know, we've got some really good internal candidates. Um, you know, I think. Yeah, you know, we're certainly scouring the market as well, and that's not to say that we don't have faith in the guys internally. But yeah. you know, I reckon we'll we'll be making that decision over the next week as well. You're going to put the slippers on, CD soon. You're getting the getting Best a up. break or what? Yeah. You're getting some time off. Everyone yeah, else is. I'll, yeah, I'll have a couple of weeks off now in between um, now and the draft. You know, obviously, we don't have um, a first round pick, so I might give the. Uh, the first night of the draft for the miss and, and uh, roll roll on over and on the second night when when we've got a bit more to do. But uh, look, you know, it's it's been a big year. Uh, definitely, you know, you get to this point and, and it's nice to have a couple of weeks off um, and uh, and attack it ready to go at the end of November when pre-season starts. Ah, beautiful. Well, well done, enjoy mate. some time off with your beautiful family, mate. And uh, we love having you on the rush hour, so hopefully we'll speak again soon. 
Good on you guys. There you Great. go. Chris Davies here on the Rush Hour. If you can't remember the last time you had your brakes checked, it's been too long. Call 1300 Automasters. 60 seconds on the clock. $1,000 up for grabs. 10 questions stand between you and the cash. I need more cash. It's the Rush Hour's $1,000 minute. G'day, Braden from Wosley. How are you, buddy? Good, thanks. How are you? That's the boy. What's your AFL team? Ah, uh, the Crows. Favourite player? Ah, uh, oh, Tex. Can't go past Tex. Tex. Is he still away, Tex? Uh, I saw some photos of Tex might in the pool. Might be back. Uh, our might boy be Tex. Back. And uh, what do you do for a job? Uh, I'm a plumber. That's the boy. Plumber? Yeah, Greg. Hey. What's the worst part about being a plumber, oh. right? Do you still have to <laughs> do you still have to get your hands dirty, or are there ways around it now? Yeah, you'd normally just let the apprentice get in there and get it done. <laughs> the apprentice! <laughs> like it. Yes. Like it, Brado. All right, mate. Uh, there's 60 seconds, 10 questions, say pass, and we'll take your first answer. All the best. We want to give away $1,000. Thanks to Auto Masters. No worries. Play. Joel Smith from Melbourne has been provisionally suspended after testing positive to what illicit substance? Ah, uh, cocaine. What is Port Adelaide's nickname in the sample? Ah, uh, the Magpies. Sumo wrestling originated in what country? Japan. In what uh, in cricket? What does LBW stand for? Uh, leg before wicket. What Essendon player was traded to Port Adelaide last night? Uh, Zerk Thatcher. Uh, what horse has won the Cox Plate the most times? Oh, pass. What team are Adelaide United playing tomorrow night? Ah, oh, pass. Which of the following is not a, a SA Redbacks player? Nathan McAndrew, Nathan McSweeney and Nathan McIntosh. Nathan McIntosh. Adelaide's only recruit from the trade period, Chris Burgess, was traded from what club? Gold Coast. Okay, Chris Davies represented South Australian what sport? Cricket. Okay, what horse won the Cox Plate the most times? Um, bugger. No. Oh. oh. This is elite. This is an elite just performance. Those... Bugger was his last answer. Bugger. <laughs> not really into your horses, Braden. <laughs> nah, you know what? No. Don't just hold. Be, Let's but... just check the scoreboard with Molly Rose. <laughs> One, One, two, two three, three, four, four five, five, six, seven, eight. eight. Correct. Uh, oh, the two passes. Yeah, I know. Mm. Now, do, did you know that Chris Davies represented South Australian cricket? I did, yeah. Oh, because I asked Jars before we, I said, which one, you know, the horse question or the Chris Davies? <laughs> Should have given me one of the horse oh, ones. I apologise. So you're mate. blaming me that he didn't get, he got eight. <laughs> I'm just being open and honest. We're, oh. we're an open book here, Jazz. <laughs> All right. What's he got, Molly? Well, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but we're sending you and a mate to the Cox Plate Day at Morpherville. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's it. As long as there's beers there, we'll be right. Yeah. We'll be beers. Are we yeah. there again this year, the rush hour? No, we we're doing the then? Melbourne Cup. Oh, okay. Yes. Rightio. Well done, mate. All the best. Thanks for playing, Bradles. No worries. Thank you. Good, good on you, on mate. you, Braden. <laughs> Oh, Two no. passes. Number so, six, please, Greg. Winks. Winks. The wow. mighty yeah, mare. Beautiful horse. Was she a mare? Well, don't ask me. I'm not the. And number seven, please, Greg. Not really Greg. into my horses. Adelaide United are playing the Central Coast Mariners in the season opener. Yes, our boys tomorrow the Reds, night. We're on board, and we'll probably have Carl Veard on the show tomorrow night. Probably. You won't be here because no. I'll be working with Tom Jonas because you're playing a girl. Jars, we haven't had one of these for a while. Your diary. Yes, yes. Found a couple of more in the garage. Mm. Uh, <laughs> reflects and uh, reflects on what I did as a youngster. 
Yes. I used to keep a diary when I was a boy. Mm-hmm. To, um, yeah. So uh, have a listen to this one because uh, it's true. <laughs> Diary. I think the world hates me. No. Tonight was supposed to be perfect. I had everything. Me, a beautiful woman, <laughs> spa bath, some champagne, <laughs> some sexy music. Ooh. I had it all planned. You see, her folks were away for the weekend. We went out for a dinner, and I mean one of those places where the cutlery isn't plastic. Then it was back to her place for a few drinky poos, a quick plunge into the spa, and some serious romance diary. I turned it on, all right. I wasn't Andrew Newton Jarman. I was the ultimate playboy, Andrew Fabio Jarman. But I was really clumsy. I was a clumsy playboy. And that's when it all went wrong. It went like this, Dory. She wants champagne. I get out of the spa. I return with two drinks, but trip on the step. I'm trying not to spill the drinks. I lunge forward. Elbows raised. I take her out with a haymaker. She's now unconscious, so I drag her from the spa, lay her half-naked body down on the deck, and start giving her mouth to me. Just as her parents returned home early, I went from playboy to playboy. I said, please don't kill me, please don't kill me. She woke up, saw me, saw her mum and dad and passed out again. I got kicked out, so I'm a loser in love again. Good night, diary. <laughs> oh, Fabio. Oh, Lass's name. That was before my beautiful Maz. All right, okay. Didn't go well, Greg. No, (laughs) didn't go well. Bad luck, honestly. Bad luck. Hope it didn't put you off, just. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be home soon, Maz. (laughs) Now, yesterday, today, yes, golf. Mm. Please explain to the clan what happened with your performance on day one. Okay, so I rock up to Wollonga this morning, golf course, got there about an hour before tee-off. Um, well, that's a bit early, isn't it? No, that's about normal. All right. So oh, you've well. got to have enough time to you know, hit what? some balls, um, have a part, have a chip, <laughs> have a nervous one. Yeah, all right. Um, yeah. So, you know, you've got to allow enough okay, time. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So then I got to the... I teed off the 10th first. It's a pretty tight Willunga golf mm. course. So um, playing with our mate, Dean Lawson, mm. who we call Digger. Digger or the Diggler Digger from uh, Boogie Nights. Dirk Diggler mm. Lawson, who's a great guy. Simon Hawks okay. is the other pro who Haw- I met. Uh, well, I met him yesterday, but mm. I met, obviously mm. saw him again on the first tee. Great bloke. Both in very good form as well. So um, I'd be lying if I say I wasn't nervous mm. on the first tee because I'm like sort you. of out of my comfort zone. What's your hand? Handicap going into mine's plane. three. Okay, what is mine's that three? Good? Uh, well, compared Jars is is thirty-two. 32. Oh wow! So okay. every every time if we Whoa. both played to our handicaps, then I'd have twenty-nine less shots than Jars. <laughs> so when you're playing with these professionals, they'd probably be off plus seven. So they should beat me by probably ten oh. every every okay. time. So day one. So on the day board. one, I. So 
I tee off last. Mm. The the two pros, yeah. they go um, both in the trees. My first shot, what bit is? of a crowd around, mm. piped it straight down the middle. <laughs> and I go up there, I'm about 70 metres from the green. Nice. Tight little pin. And I'm thinking, come on, just, just get it on the green, That's give yourself all. a birdie putt. Just missed the, the corner of the bunker or the green oh. into the bunker. I'm like, oh, no, no. Not, not a bad bunker shot start, but missed the putt, bogey. I'm like, oh. This is, this is, yeah. Anyway, so second tee, still a little bit, I'm not going to go f- hole Oh, we're going hole, through all 18 holes, anyway, are we? I double, oh, double bogey the next hole, yeah, so, hit it into right. a hazard that I didn't know was no, there, there, which was poor prep by me. Greg. Um, my caddy was Rod Phillips. By that time, Rocket. he starts to drop the head. Yeah. Oh, no, no he's not going to go any well. So after nine holes. Yes, Gregory. I was seven over the card, plus seven. No. I had no control over my golf ball jars. I had like I've got sort of got the yips at the moment. Like I, I feel like I'm gonna pull it left um just as I'm about to make contact. And then at the something in my brain takes over and then I sort of pull out of it and scoop it right. You're playing too much golf. I don't golf. know what I'm Greg, doing, You're jars. playing way too much golf. Anyway, so, so what did you finish was, up with? I finished plus ten. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, and birdied the last no, hole. No, you got to be I cut. They the got to cut you from that. This performance. Well, the, so no, you're, so everyone plays two rounds. So you got to play again tomorrow, I, which and then that's when the cut is. So there's, it's fair to say I won't be playing on the weekend, Jars, in my uh, well, no, pro don't say tournament. That. Back Catherine yourself in. Well, I think the be positive. The, well, I'm still going down anyway because I'm uh, the host. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, and talking about that, yeah, let's just go well, back to that yesterday, which we played in the pro am. Yeah. thank you for the invite. Now we finished up. Uh, on the 18 holes, mm-hmm. and you're hosting an event, which was a Q&A. Yeah. You then got me to take all our equipment into the clubhouse. <laughs> you then said, get away, hurry up, I've got to go to the driving range. Yes. Then you jumped in your vehicle, took yep. off to the driving range while I a... lugged all the gear in the clubhouse. Yes. Had to leave things behind in the car park. Well, what else were you going to do for three hours? The CEO of the establishment came up to me and said, Jars, where's Greg Blewett? <laughs> I said, look, he's at the driving range. Yes, he goes, working Why? on his I, game. I said, well, he wants to work on his game. He says, we're doing a Q&A right now. We've got some guests here he needs to interview outside the clubhouse. So they're running around trying to find you <laughs> and you're getting top dollar. You're getting huge no, cash not. for this. I'm not getting You've paid. You've got to be a bit more organised, mate. Well, I didn't know I was needed. You were needed. <laughs> they, they thought that they came to me to see if I'd do it. I said, look, <laughs> look, I'm, I'm, I'm cooked. I need to stay on the couch with the water. So you took off, took off. I tell you what, I was halfway mate. through my best ever range session thinking, oh, I can't wait for tomorrow. And they dragged me off. Come and you've got to present some prizes. I'm like, oh, You can't embarrass okay. the Rush Hour family this, well, with this performance. I'm just about to. So Josh Clark is currently leading on seven under. Done. And then I go down to myself on plus 10 and I'm in 142nd (laughs) place. (laughs) Oh, no. Kick him off. It's fight back time, Jars. Tomorrow, fight back time. G'day, family. Welcome back to the 5 o'clock hour. We're here till 6 o'clock. I've got Greg Blewett in the house, Molly Rose. Our boy Bernie Vince has got two weeks off, so he's on holidays with his lovely family having a... A well-earned rest. Nearly halfway through. He is, old Burn Burn. Mm. He'll be back in a few weeks' time. He'll be recharged, old Burn Burn. Mm. Do you think he'll get any gear done? Any get, get gear, what? Gear, you know, like, like his, his teeth and his hair. Uh, he did say he might get some sort of... 
microsurgery. Well, he's gone <laughs> camping, Jars, so mm. maybe micro, not. I did hear. What's a microsurgery? Well, I just heard of, look, I was eavesdropping the burn burn. What do you think I should get done before the summer bit. of cricket? A fair bit. Not much because <laughs> you're a good looking rooster. You're going to get your teeth fixed. What's wrong with my teeth? We'll lighten them up. Oh, right. They get, need a bit of a freshen up, Yeah, get, get. And okay. I'll, I'll, I'll probably need to go down that path. I think your one eyebrow <laughs> needs a bit of a one sharpen eyebrow. up. <laughs> and okay. your plugs. What's wrong? Because you look sharp in a I suit. I don't have you plugs. You do look good on the TV. I don't have plugs. No, all right, buddy. All right. Now, the AFL can't stay out of the news. <laughs> no. And football clubs can't stay out of the news. What's yeah. just come across your desk? Well, uh, Collingwood CEO Craig Kelly has this afternoon issued a statement. Yep. Uh, we are aware of a video currently circulating alleging to involve a Collingwood player and their partner. Now, I've heard this rumour as well today. Yep. Another former Collingwood player has been linked to capturing the video. Now... The club wishes to address the matter to make clear both these allegations are completely untrue and the video being circulated does not involve any current or former Collingwood player or their partner or partners. So for all members of the public, it's important to note the distribution of explicit content without the consent of all parties involved is a criminal offence. All right, so I'd heard that rumour. Yep. Haven't seen it. I've, I've, I know the names of the Me individuals too. that have Me been... Me too. Yeah, but been, but the then, club is, does not involve correct. any current or former yep. Collingwood player, so, so it's, uh, it's, it's not, absolute hogwash. Yep. And now, uh, The other thing too, oh. today, Melbourne, uh, oh. Demon Joel Smith... Yep is suspended after testing positive to cocaine after his Melbourne 23 oh, win against Hawthorne. So he was drug tested there. So uh, we will keep you informed of that suspension when it comes through because he's facing up to four years yes, out of the game. Absolutely. Mm. Honestly. Anyway, don't get me started on that side of things. Now, we're going to catch up with Chris Dittmar about 5.30 because he was at the Paul McCartney concert last night and it went off. Mm. Went off, Greg. I've heard very good things about it. 8,000 people loved him. Mm. At 81 years old, the man hasn't lost it. Why didn't you go? You you like those sort and of things. That's a great question. Yeah. Um, because you would have had to pay for the ticket? No, not at all. Well, I'd pay. No. I don't care. But, oh, yeah, right. that's actually a good question. <laughs> I actually I should have been there. Yeah. Now, one triple three five three. There was a on Wednesday night. There was an abandoned car left on the O'Barn track. Oh, again, <laughs> again. Oh, which no. had that's to force right the, near my house. The buses the to divert. Mm. Now, on, honestly, a car was left. Bloke done a runner on the at the Mobry on Wednesday night. Now, witnesses saw this idiot drive onto the busway and then become stuck before fleeing the scene around eight thirty. <laughs> How does it happen, Jars? Because you, uh, uh, you've been past these... Yes. ...the O'Barn yeah. entrance, haven't you? Yeah. There's, all, there's about 20 Mate, there's signs, signs up everywhere. Reds. Yeah. So no one got hurt, all right? Okay. No, well, no, everything's good. under control, but it's yep. happened time and time again. One triple three five three. Let's go to our phones. Where have you got your car stuck? Mm. Greg? Uh, well, I knew a, a good mate of mine... Um, he just bought a new Land Cruiser. This is 10 years ago. Ooh, this yeah. is, and they're, they're not, yeah. not cheap, the old Land mm-hmm. Cruiser. Drove it up to Queensland yeah. uh, with his boat. Mm. Back, back. Don't. Took the boat out. Don't. And then uh, the old tide came in while Stop he was, it. didn't know the tides. The old tide came read in. It. And guess what? The brand new Land Cruiser, the tide was halfway up. Go. Halfway oh. up. No. The windscreen of the new Land Cruiser. Get out. Silly boy. And it's still there? Well, I don't know what he did, but it was a write-off, <laughs> I think. Salt through the whole engine and 
So, yeah. Have you had your car, had your brown Camry stuck anywhere? <laughs> no, not at all. No, not at all. <laughs> so we've gone to the phones. Where did you get your car stuck? Yes. All right. Let's All right. go to the phones. Yep. Let's go to Tim at Gawler South. Welcome, Tim. What's happened to your vehicle, please? Good evening, lads. I uh, it was a wet, wet night and I'd pulled over on the Northern Expressway to relieve myself. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit close to the embankment and whilst I was taking a pee, I watched a car roll down the embankment. Because no. <laughs> he, he didn't put the handbrake on. He must have been watching you. Uh, uh, yes, I don't know. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wally. I, I used to drive up that way to go and coach the, Cock- uh, the Donnie Brooks and that expressway. Corner. Don't worry. <laughs> you see some sights there, don't you, Timmy boy? Certainly do, boys. Nah, thank you for sharing uh, that. Very nice. Good, good start. Yes. Uh, let's go to Morfitt Vale, where Paul is from. Welcome, Paul. What happened to your car and where did it get stuck? Hi, Molly. Hi, boys. Hey, Paul. Hi. I actually got my car stuck in a car park. Um, <laughs> no, I know. Uh-oh. Went, went, went and parked it on a Saturday night, went out, got a left back there first thing in the morning to go pick it up and stuck it into drive and went forward, completely forgot that it's one of those car parks with like a central island between you and the car park in front of you. Front wheel drive car, I bottomed out on the island, oh. no wheels touching the ground. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. Seriously embarrassing. I had to phone the wife and go, um, can you come and sit on the front of the car so I can move it? <laughs> and did that work? So, yeah, it did. So she had to come and she sat her backside on the bonnet and the front went down enough to get the wheel on the ground. <laughs> And, and I managed to move it forward. Straight yeah. a bit of the bottom of the car off of my head. But yeah. Yeah. A little bit embarrassing. Oh, very good. Thanks, Paul. Very good. good. Let's go. Uh, Lisa from uh, Elizabeth Vale. Good afternoon, Lisa. Oh, Jazz, I love you, mate. Um, happy birthday. Happy 21st. I wish I was there. But Thank you, you know what? I'm eight and a half months pregnant, and Rue would know this. Back in the day in the 80s, they had the Green Ginger Rally at Remmark. <laughs> So my ex-husband decided he wanted to go to the Jeans Greens in your rally, and I'm eight and a half months pregnant. Yeah. Dropped him off, went back to go the way I thought was out, and I got stuck in the red line. So I'm digging myself out at eight and a half months pregnant because I thought I'm not going to the Greens in your rally and telling the boys yep. I need help. So nine and a half, uh, eight and a half months pregnant, and I have a nine-pound one baby girl a couple weeks later, <laughs> and I still dug myself out, mate. Dear. I was so proud. Good. But it was horrendous. It was horrendous. Yeah, it was crazy. But yeah, I got myself out because I thought I'm not going to go back no. to those bikes and say I need help. How'd the old boy take it when you but, told him? Mate, you know what he did? He went to this other house that night and said, "I'm drunk. I'm very drunk. I can't find my way home." He played through my wallet. And I came there and he goes, who are you? I'm I'm your wife. Get in the car. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Good stuff, Lisa. Eight and a half months. You're a superstar. Well done. Let's go to Simon (laughs) at Newton. Welcome, Simon. What happened to you? How you going, team? Uh, yeah, I was uh, a bit late for my brother's wedding. I <laughs> went to jump in my car and start up, but it ran flat battery. So I thought, oh, stuff it. I'll try to push it up the driveway a bit. 
and the driveway was a little bit slippery and the car ended up slipping and ran me, me foot over and ended up plowing into the front bedroom of the house. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, no. there wasn't too many laughs at that point, no. but now we all laugh about oh, it. Yeah. Did, did, did you pay cash for the damages? Uh, lucky, good insurance, mate. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to be sharp, don't you? Yes. Sit in your oh, big yeah. 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 Good, oh, good calls. Well, hey, that reminds me, yes, one Gregory. of my best mates went to get a curry. Yeah. He was on his way home. He was sort of like in the side streets yeah. in a narrow street. Yeah. He looked down and his curry was leaking <laughs> onto his seat. So he was trying to sort that out. He looked up yeah. and he was just about to run into a parked car. So he swerved <laughs> and he, he he swerved too much, went straight through the fence into someone's house. Oh, Same no. thing, all over a curry. And where was his curry? <laughs> his curry. <laughs> Great calls. Uh, prize, please, uh, Molly. Who's it to? Can you remember? They're all great calls. They're all great calls. Oh, I'll just give it to Lisa, it? Yeah, eight dumb. and a half yeah, months pregnant. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Got bogged. Got and digging she herself dug out. dug herself out yeah. and the old boy was maggoted. <laughs> well, first of all, we've got to say, it's just so great to be back here. Well, our very own Chris Dittmar was there last night with 8,000 passionate South Aussies. Good afternoon, Chris Dittmar. Now, oh. um, welcome to the rush hour. He's back again. Again. Thank you. Who am I, hey, who am I sending the invoice to? It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, they're all tight asses around here, Ditch, you know that. Now, Ditch, congratulations uh, on seeing one of your idols, Sir Paul McCartney. The rumour around town is that you teared up. The Chris Dittmar had a cry last night, yes or no? <laughs> I, I melted. I was as soft as butter. I tell you, what are you saying, love, love me do, which I just heard then? Quite seriously, I don't know about you, Jars, playing with your brother when you were younger or, or you know, you, mm. Bluey, growing up with your... But I shared a bedroom with my two older brothers and, and they were 10 and 11 years older than me, so I just grew up listening to those songs as a little kid mm. and it really, really took me back. Wow. And I'm not joking, I cried. When I heard Love, Love Me Do, I could not believe it and I just fell apart and... <laughs> And it just got better and better. It was an amazing concert. I'm a bit of a let it be man. Uh, oh. But, but Ditz, I must admit, I'm a, uh, like I'll confess that when I heard he was playing out here in Adelaide, he's, what is he, 81 years of age? 81, and, I, yeah. and I'm thinking, yeah. geez, has he still got it? But hearing you this morning, I've never heard you speak so positively about anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, I'm not joking. It, and, and it's funny, a lot of people said to me, God, he's 81. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's not that he was good for 81. He was good for anyone that was 21. Yeah. It, it didn't matter how old he was. I kid you not. I didn't think about it once because we just saw an absolute... Look, look. some people, Bluey, I've, I've read articles over the years that people will say he's got the best voice in rock music, and he might, he might have. You know, I know there's a lot of great singers out there, but he, he's definitely the greatest songwriter we've ever had. He, he and John Lennon wrote so many incredible songs. And then when the Beatles finished and he started Paul McCartney and Wings, mm. they had amazing albums as well. So everything he sang last night was beautiful. It was in tune and the band was just superb. What was the crowd's favourite song, Ditz? Oh, Hey Jude. At the end, right. uh, the whole crowd sang. And to hear wow. 8,000 people all singing Hey Jude, I'll tell you what, it's, it's one of the most spine-chilling moments I've ever, ever been involved in. 
Are you surprised that uh, he played where he did and only 8,000 people? Because he could have, what, he could have got yeah. 40, 50,000. Could 50, have sold out like... Adelaide Oval dits. Yeah. I've got no doubt. And people okay. people would have flown in from everywhere. I sat next to someone from Brisbane, for example. They, they were here just for the concert. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think he could have. And Bluey, that's a good, I, I don't know whether he enjoys the smaller atmospheres, yeah. of, you know, like the entertainment centre. And, and indoors, he sounded so crisp and sharp. Whether that gets lost in a big stadium, I don't know. But it's a good question. Um, but I, I'm just so grateful to have seen him. And Ditz, what about, did you get any merch? Did you buy any? Because you probably never <laughs> no. see him again, Ditz. Did you go to the merch shop? Look, in the corporate oh. box I was in, they weren't oh. selling any merch. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't get to go through. I didn't mix with the people out in the foyer there, Jars. Straight, straight in the corporate entrance into the corporate box. Stop and it. I want to thank. I want to thank my mate Val from Hot Properties who yeah. who looked after us last nice. night. But yeah, unfortunately, but. I'll have to find something somewhere. I'll go and buy something because it was unbelievable. Did you get invited, Jars? Because I never got invited. No, Tommy I, Basso, yeah. our 18-year-old producer, yeah. he, he went along. He I went think, along. Molly, you knocked it back. I'm so how, how did you get invited, how did you get one dips? How do you get a ticket around here? Yeah. Oh, the number one rating breakfast yeah. show in town. And you know, no doubt. It all, it all happens. <laughs> no it all. What, what I've learned over the years is work with Mark Rusciuto and, <laughs> and things happen. That's what I've learned. It's mate, who you work with, mate. So you'll now say this on air, that it was the best concert you've ever been to and you've travelled all around the world. That's you've seen a yeah. lot. Is that yeah, the big statement um, coming out of the big Chris Dittmar? No, nah, it's definitely the best I've seen for sure, wow. and um, just every song was magnificent. There wasn't there wasn't one down moment in the whole concert, and it is the best I've seen. Ditch, can you yeah. leave us with Hey Jude? <laughs> hey Jude, don't take it bad. How's that? Is that all right? Oh, Beautiful. Not bad. Yeah, not that's bad. pretty good, Ditch. Thanks, mate. <laughs> My hey, God, Ditch. I'll stick to I'll stick to breakfast radio. <laughs> Once again, what's on the breakfast show tomorrow? The top rating breakfast <laughs> okay, show. Here we go. Hey, uh, Ruse Tip at the races on Friday. Scorefield Cup weekend. There you go. Yes, he's on. He's on. See you, buddy. Thanks for sharing that with us, mate. Good on you, Ditch. There he is, our very own Chris <laughs> Dittmar at the Paul McCartney concert. Ditch teared up. And yeah. he said it's the best concert he's ever been to. Absolutely. Give give us a bit of Let It Be, Jar. Let it be, let it be, let it be, oh, let it be. Something in the way she moves. What's that? Something. That's what George Harrison sings. Oh, That's right. his song. Okay. He sang that yet last I night. I just said Let but It Be. But you wouldn't know because you would have been in bed bloody with your golf clubs. Yeah. <laughs> I was. On Triple M's Rush Hour, we wind the clock back and take a look at Andrew Jarman's last 24 hours. Scary stuff. Hang on, you've got to know. Yes, yes. I just want to share something with you. Now, last night you dropped me uh, back into the city. Yeah, and I didn't appreciate you putting your feet up on my dash. Yeah, okay. Okay, we've left Wollonga and somehow we ended up being in Aldinga. Yes. So there was some sort of accident. Yes. But, geez, you drive like a nanny, honestly. (laughs) So. I was in cruise control. Drop me off here. (laughs) You're a little bit grumpy because obviously about today's performance, which you're 10-plus over and you're in trouble playing golf. (laughs) I get home last night. (laughs) Maz wasn't there. Hadn't happened yet. He had his crystal (laughs) ball out. Maz wasn't there (laughs) when I got home. 
Where uh, was Maz? Well, she went out to dinner with her friends. I didn't get notified. <laughs> so I looked around, checked the uh, fridge, and I thought, okay, well, there's no din-dins. Right. So I go to my uh, my pizza shop, Mario's Pizza Shop there at Kidman Park, one yep. of the best pizzas ever. Yep. Get my normal pizza, king we, size, we, king size. What on it? Margarita with chilli. Oh, <laughs> mate, beautiful. Jump in the car. The pizza box got stuck to the steering wheel. The pizzas got stuck in between my crutch. Oh, ouch. Now, I was cooking. You, Don't worry, baby. Did you, did you get whacked? No, I was cooking when I was driving with, this, with my crutch on fire. It's not funny, Greg. This is the right. last 24 hours. Have we got any okay. more big, big music? Right. It's still there. Anyway. Steaming, the car was steaming, the crutch was steaming. So yeah. I get home, mm. sorted out the pizza box, all right? Didn't have a good night on my own. Maz got home late, and then anyway, I got to bed in a bit of pain. Woke up this morning, took the dogs to the beach with Maz, yes. walking along the beach. Yep. Bang, got this, got pricked. I got pricked in the, t- I got pricked in my big toe. <laughs> I did while I was w- whilst walking along the sand. What were you wearing on your feet? Because I earth. All oh, right. I earth. Okay. We go bare feet. Right. We earth. And I can't believe it. So crutch on fire, big toe cooking. I got, I got pricked by a dead puffer fish. I didn't see the spike of the puffer fish. <laughs> So I was in agony. Oh my God. <laughs> That's poisonous. Are you all right? I, I don't feel well. No, you don't. I'm look up and well. down. Oh, I, you know, I had. I've got rashes on my guts. Oh Have my you? God! <laughs> oh no! So crutch on fire. You got pimples pricked all over the, your bottom. I, I haven't checked. Oh. I got pricked on the big toe. Right. All right. So that's what's happened since you dropped me off. You dropped me off. Right. So ha- you've just had a... Didn't sleep well, <laughs> didn't enjoy my walk down the beach, had the ice up all day, my big toe still sore. <laughs> that's the last 24 hours of what I've done. How's the, the crotch? Because that's They're probably not... the most important thing. Did you have to get a, a frozen Because all peas? the cheese melted frozen and all the bloody tomatoes. Not? And, you know, those tomatoes, when they're cooked, they are hot. <laughs> so... <laughs> and... <laughs> And now I've got an ulcer in my mouth because I've had too oh, many pizzas. Oh, you're stressed. <laughs> you're stressed about your no, great too many bloody pizzas. <laughs> and why is it Maz letting you know that she's going she out for dinner? She didn't let me know. Imagine if you did that. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> outside with the dogs. Oh. So there you go. The oh, last 24 hours. Things, Bang. Will, things will look up. It Jars. will, Greg. Poor Andy Jack. Oh my God! Not again! again. This has happened again. I apologise. Oh I was still getting gosh. over ditch Chris Ditmar crying at uh, Paul McCartney last oh. night. Oh, just. Now we've changed up the segment because our boy Bernie Vince family is on two weeks holiday. Yes, All he right. is. So he'll be back in a few weeks. We only get a week. We get he a week. Gets two weeks. Bernie gets two weeks. Mm. So because the uh, fun facts have been put uh, in the cabinet for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Greg's got a new segment yes. called Blue Leave It or Not. Oh. Believe it or not, it's Bluey's. Believe it or not, Bluey's Blue, Leave It or Not. <laughs> now on Triple N's Rush Hour. Anyway, what do you got before we say goodbye? Well, it's sort of... No. Dating can consist of great communication, <laughs> yes, spotty <laughs> here and there texts, or even ghosting. Ghosting. In which oh. people ignore each other to end a relationship. Now, we used to hear this about, uh, well, Emma G, when she was with us, she was, you know, going in and out of relationships. Yeah, she was. She was talking about ghosting. Yeah. It's a bit new to us, Charles. We've sort of... Now, comes a study about female frogs and revelations 
about how the amphibians take ghosting to the next level. Amphibians. In their world, by playing dead to avoid <laughs> unwanted male interactions. So the female frog pretends she's dead. Yeah. Well, so they've they've wow studied these female frogs, <laughs> yes. and apparently they've got three sorts of tactics to get rid of their Strategies. the old fellas to keep. Oh, yeah. So um, now one yeah. is called rotating. So that's just basically you know just turning a different direction or just not you're not coming anywhere near me so that release calls oh so i guess the so lights like, again something like that i feel like it would be more aggressive and tonic immobility <laughs> now rotating was defined as female starting to rotate around her own body axis when yeah. amplexed by a male amplexed yeah what does that mean oh, um, they're, they're, don't worry they're, they're about perplexed. it perplexed <laughs> These calls were defined as when the female is amplexed by the male and she begins to call, making a certain noise. What about the noise? Now, the the tonic immobility is is the stiffening of a female. The frog will stretch out her arms and legs and act as if she's dead. (gasps) Now, I've led to believe Catherine's done that with you a few times because she doesn't want you. She doesn't want you nearer. Well, yes or sort no? Sort of. Maybe the old pretend she's I'm asleep dead. trick. Um, and third, well, no, that's it. That's it. Right. Basically, um, these these frogs. Don't you find that this amazing? is bizarre? Like, how, yeah, this is so bizarre. Just, just it's not a bad old, technique. Just yeah. stiff as a board. Stiffen up. Just stiff and, and don't just breathe. pretend you've passed away because <laughs> you don't want the old boy to touch you. Yeah, the, the old boy just to do his thing. <laughs> yeah. So Sorry, that's I'm good. Dead. No, what other <laughs> tactics are? What 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 sort of tactics do humans um, use to sort of uh, turn away? Yeah. I mean, you get this the old is, slap yeah. across the face. Yeah, don't, Maz, oh, don't if touch I'm me. snoring, I've had a couple of froths. Maz yes. just flicks my face, and I can't stand anyone touching my face. Yeah, but what if? <laughs> what, what about the tap on the shoulder? Do you, nah. Uh, no, no, I go, no, there's no tapping, mate. There's no tapping, Greg, <laughs> you bloody wally. So we're talking about frogs You're before just... six o'clock. <laughs> oh, honestly. So, I don't all know. right. Uh, maybe, Maz, just yeah. play dead next time. <laughs> and, and Catherine, pack up and leave. We're back again tomorrow. Oh, See you, family.